0: Hey there, welcome to Sermon q and I'm Pastor Alex here in the studio with Pastor Craig. And on May 1st, 2022, we preached our second sermon in the series, Jesus Is. So coming out of that sermon, Pastor Craig, I have a question for you this morning. And that question is this, how do we know
1: when we are receiving bad advice? Okay, I love this question. I've been waiting to dig into this because okay. everybody either loves to give advice Yes or hates to get advice (laughs) or both or both of them right Uh, but it seems like in our world today giving advice is like that's that's like uh, I'm not gonna give you anything else but I'll give you a piece of my mind right Mm. we we give our advice out a lot so the question is how do you know that you're getting bad advice Um, I would say there's, there's probably three things you need to gauge. Where do you start getting that advice? Mm -hmm. How do you walk in that advice? How's it working for you? Mm -hmm. Right. How do you implement it? And then checking back how, how is it blessing my life? How's it blessing the lives Mm -hmm. of others? How is it actually working out? Um, The first thing I would say is it, Whatever advice you're receiving cannot go against the basic principles of the Bible, yeah, which means that it can't hurt others, right mm. it can't it can't be based on advice that I'm receiving where uh, I'm going it's going to hurt me now or long term. Mm-hmm. It can't be advice uh, that I take because it strokes my ego first and foremost <laughs> right. it can't be advice that I'm doing because the alternative is too difficult and I don't want to do the alternative mm. right It can't be a choice like that. Um, and it certainly can't be advice that uh, that I take that violates my responsibility to be an image of God before others. Right. Yeah. So <clears throat> in all of those things, I would say that, number one, we should look at the source. Where's the advice coming from? Psalm one. If you've never read Psalm one, <laughs> Pastor, you should really re- <laughs> should read actually, Psalm I one. I should open it up. Okay. That's <laughs> no, I know it's one of your favorite. It's one of mine as well. And it starts out, you know, 150 Psalms, the longest book in the Bible. All of these songs to God worship starts out with these words, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Yeah. So we, we know that in order to get to a place where we worship God with our lives, we have to begin with advice that follows that same right. format.
0: Right. And yeah. it's it's funny that it tells us <clears throat> where not to start.
1: Interesting, advice, right? right? yeah. Don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Don't stand in the way of sinners. Don't sit, Don't sit in the, the seat of the, of the scornful, scornful. Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So we know that in, if we're receiving advice on big decisions we have to make in our lives, we have to <clears throat> first take stock of where is the person giving us advice, mm-hmm. getting their advice. <laughs> That's good. Right? So everybody is giving advice that they've gotten from, from somewhere some else. source. Right? right. Yeah. Or something hasn't worked for them. So they'll mm-hmm. tell you it should work for you. <laughs> Whatever it is, um, you have to determine who is giving you that advice and where did they get that from. I love Proverbs 1, seven. Uh, Again, interestingly enough, David writes the majority of the Psalms, Mm. these songs to God. David's son, Solomon writes the Proverbs Proverbs. Mm. and David's son, Solomon begins his book with these words, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of mm-hmm. knowledge. Mm-hmm. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And then he he gives wisdom this personification, like wisdom is going aloud in the streets, crying for somebody to listen to her. Mm. It's uh, She's in the noisy street crying out. She's at the entrance of the gate, wondering if anyone will listen. Right. And I think what Solomon is saying, who, who had a lot of wisdom... Yeah in a lot of areas yes. but in some areas a little he kind lacking of failed, so in some spaces <laughs> but he is regarded as one of the wisest men around he would say wisdom begins mm. at the throne of god yeah. and i would say that if you want to find good advice mm. make sure that that advice is coming from somebody who bends a knee to god that's good because if the advice is coming from somebody who has lived life on their own and doesn't give god mm-hmm. the time of day most likely it's not going to be proper advice that's helpful. Now it might have a tinge of of good advice, but I have found that even in the people that I listen to that uh you know, counselors on TV or or popular popular counselors like that. It's it's almost like when they give the good advice, it's like, "Hey, you stole that from scripture." <laughs> right. They don't know that, but interestingly enough, right. it's it's almost always the case. So I would say Uh, find out where that person is getting their advice. Weigh the good, leave the bad, and fearing the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So make sure that whoever's giving you that advice fears the Lord, or when you follow that advice, it begins with an an idea to fear the Lord. Now, how do you walk in that advice? I would say, this is a question that the Bible uh, does not answer sometimes, because Mm -hmm. the question here is, why do I want to do this? Yeah. So the question at at the beginning is, who's giving me the advice? Right. Where's that advice coming What's from? What's the source? Yeah. The second question is, wh- uh, why do I want to do this? Kind of considering your motivation. Correct. Right? Yeah. Right. And this is where it hurts because you have to walk into this with your hands open. Mm. Like if it's a bad decision, but you really, really, really want to make that decision, you may have to let that go. Yeah. Uh, I gave the example of us starting the church five years ago. Yeah. Uh, Village Church East, and Michael Fueling, pastor at Bartlett, uh, uh, he came to me and he said, "Hey Craig, you should really start a church, uh, plant a church." And I said, "No, I don't, I don't want to do that." <laughs> so the next month goes by, and he comes up to me again. It's almost four weeks on the on the on the nuts, and he says, "Hey Craig, you should really uh, plant a church." And I said, "No, nah, no, nah, I don't want to do that." So so then three more months go, or another month goes by, he comes up to me the third time and he says, you know, Craig, you should really plan it. And I had, I had been making decisions to say no to him based on what I was already doing. I was getting resumes out. I was, you know, looking for what the Lord had for me in my life. I wasn't disobeying God but i wasn't open right. to advice to this advice
0: i don't want to play in a church i right? don't That's want to what it. you were thinking <laughs> i was thinking i'm
1: too old you know setting out chairs setting up tear down you doesn't know doesn't sound good to me i right? don't think i can lead anybody to make any of those kinds of decisions <laughs> you know um, but the third time i said okay listen you you've talked to me three times. I'm willing to pray, but that was a mistake. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, where, uh, I that's where I made the mistake. <laughs> so I sat I sat down with Beth and, and we talked about it and we started praying diligently mm. about it and doors started flying open. Yeah. And so <clears throat> the, the question is: for as you're making the decision, why do you want to do this? For me, I didn't really want to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> but the Lord had something different in mind for me. And I needed to start from his perspective. You need to examine your mm-hmm. heart, right? You need to be, uh, yeah,
0: just bring it to him and say, okay, I'm willing to open handedly consider the possibilities
1: that you have in front of me. Yep. Yeah, I love how the Holy Spirit, because you've got questions like, what college do I attend? What job do I take? Should I plant a church? These are, you're going to look in the Bible. And while there are going to be really basic principles in there that you can follow mm-hmm. to make a lot of good decisions in right. life, like we already talked about those basic decisions, when it comes down to what college should I attend? It's not there. Should I plant it's a church? Simple, it's not right? there. It's not simple, right? And yeah. so you need to open your hands and walk through the doors that God opens mm-hmm. and and see if this advice is actually godly advice. Yeah. Is this what God wants you to do? Um, <clears throat> I love how the Holy Spirit is given to us for this very reason. One of the major mm-hmm. jobs of the Holy Spirit is to lead us into all truth. That's good. So the Holy Spirit is not going to lead you into a lie. He's not going to lead you into making a mistake. Mm-hmm. But you have to be open to what He is actually leading you to do. And sometimes we go into decisions with our hands closed and yeah. and not open. And that's that's a problem. We need to constantly check ourselves on that's that. That's good. And then I would say the last thing is uh, have checkpoints along the way where you're checking yourself. Uh, and the question I would ask for this is. Will this decision benefit God's purposes on the earth? Yeah. Does this complement the images of God around mm-hmm. me? And this is how you follow the first and second greatest commandment in your decision making yeah. love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and strength, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Any decision you make needs to align with those two principles. Mm-hmm. And so I would constantly look back and check on those, those yeah, things. Evaluate and make sure... along
0: the way, as you implement the advice, be in a process of evaluation and say, is this continuing to remain true that it's honoring these two principles?
1: Absolutely. And I love how Jesus ends the Sermon on the Mount uh, with his illustration of the person who builds his house on the yeah. rock, right? And the house on the sand. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, anyone who hears these words of mine... Mm-hmm is like a person and does them. And does them, right. Yeah. Is like a person who builds a house on a rock. Mm-hmm. The winds come, the storms blow, uh, the, the weather bangs on the house and it stands firm like it's built on a rock. And so yeah. I would say, the question is, how do we know we're receiving bad advice? Anything that doesn't line up with God's word, mm-hmm. with God's plan for our lives. And the, the way we do that, we check ourselves constantly yeah. Is, uh, is bad advice good. and you don't, you don't want to follow that.
0: Well, thank you, Pastor Craig, for that. And thank you for joining us. Please stick around for more questions on Sermon q and